It only takes a little bit of white brainwash to activate the cool chip in the average Negro. What's good, planet Earth? Welcome back to For the Record. We're three black 20-somethings trying to figure out life in a world on fire. I am one of your hosts, Justin the Grouch. I'm Darian Stevenson, fine as wine. And I'm Carlton Davis, the Fresh Prince. Thank you so much for tuning back into our little pet podcast. Um, let's start with check-ins. Darian, how are you doing? I'm good. Um, not too much to update. I So for some reason, I don't know why this keeps happening, but our physicians, like me and my mom's family physician, we keep losing them. Like They keep either moving to a new hospital, getting a new position. So this is the fourth time this year that we have had to get a new physician. So I went oh, today and... Back up a little bit. My, my mom and I went a month ago and we met this lady and she was not interested at all. I could be literally dying and she'd be like, so what's the problem? And I was like, okay, so you're not going to be it. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, so today when I went and met with this lady who's going to be my new family uh, physician now, she was super thorough. Um, asked a million questions, wanted to know everything about my history, wanted to know what my you know, possible future looked like at this point, and was just asking a million questions, was checking everything on my body, right? you know, all the good things. And then she goes, um, so we need to give you a tetanus shot because you haven't had one since 2007. Oh, shit. And I don't do... Shots. Shots. Uh-huh. No, I don't. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'll pass. Um, <laughs> I'll pass you got to have that shit. <laughs> that is required. What the fuck? I always, I always pass on shots. But here's, I, I, here's the thing. She was like super stern with it, though. She was like, no. Like, in the most condescending way, um, you're three years late. Uh, and you could get it from gardening. You could get it from like getting a cut. You need it essentially. And right. I, and it's I was tennis. like, yeah. all right, fine. And then so I got the fucking shot. Did you cry? No, but like I always get lightheaded anytime I, <laughs> um, you know, anytime I get needles put into my arm. Like, like I've Oof. I've passed out a couple times. But really? this does really. Yeah, like I get lightheaded. I had to like lay down the past couple times. I, I can't talk. Shots. When I was a kid, I no needles. I'd be in there trying to convince doctors to give me a pill for the medicine they were going to give me in my arm. Or like, put me under if you're going to, like, stick me. Right. <laughs> no. I will take the anesthesia, Give me some girl. anesthesia, yeah. girl. <laughs> um, I thought that was it. And I got lucky, though. But she was like, yeah, we need to get some blood work, too. I was like, y'all not about Ooh, to prick me no. twice today. That's, that's the- not happening. And blood I know. work, that's blood the work one is in, worse. Yeah, that's those ones that I don't, I don't yeah. fuck. Because that's the big ones. Uh-huh. And yeah. I don't understand, too, like, how would you, why do you need more than one vial of blood? I don't get it. <laughs> you don't need more than that. That's enough to test. You could get a fucking drop and test that shit. You don't need all that. I also don't like blood work because niggas be, like, niggas be, like, really playing around in your arm. Like, it's like a fucking oh, sandbox. Yeah. They're, like... Digging around, yes. trying to find the vein. I'm oh, like, yes. no, mama, you went to school. Find it. Mm-hmm. Just find it right now. <laughs> like, you need to know where it is right at the second. Right. I was at a blood drive one time, and I remember one of my friends was donating blood, so we are over there just, like, hyping her up and shit. And they put the needle in, and she's like, all right, I'm good. And then the nurse literally just starts moving that bitch around in her arm, like, oh, we're trying to find a good spot. And she's just like... You can't move. Right. And there's needle. It's just moving. We're just watching. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, y'all are supposed to be professionals. Mm-mm, and she was good, but I was like, I was grossed out. I'm like, I would have passed the fuck No, out. I would have had a heart attack. Yeah. I would have no. punched the nurse. Are you joking? <laughs> yeah. I've had that done before, but she didn't move it around in my skin. She just kept re-injecting it. And I was like. Oh, hell no. And it was supposed to be in my hand when she couldn't finally fucking find that one. She was like, just give me this other arm. Bitch, you didn't poke this six times. No. You better find the fucking one on this hand. Nope. We're not switching so you can fuck my arm up. Hello? Nope. 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 <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, you stronger than me. Look, and that, I had to get it though because I was going under for a procedure, mm. so I didn't really have a fucking choice. Um, but yeah, so she seems good. She was really up to like making sure I have appointments set and shit. Like, was asking me if I need another appointment set for my tumor, and I was just like, "Okay, girl, calm down." Have you gotten that? Taken care of. I will say tumor. Yeah, I have a benign tumor yeah. on my kidney, and oh, okay. it's it's small, but they're monitoring it because they don't want it to grow. And by the time I want to have kids, I'll probably have to have it removed because it has something. I feel like you I'll have do that like s- definitely sooner than later. Yeah, but they aren't worried about taking it out now. Right. Um, I just feel like you you heal quicker the younger you are. Yeah, you know and what I'm saying? I do get that. I do. Um, but if. I can't make them want to, like, remove something, if you know what I mean. If they see, there's no reason. Right. Oh, um, so it's all at their discretion. You yeah. could go in tomorrow and be like, I want to get this removed, and they'll still be like, well, it doesn't really need to be. Yeah. Okay. It's not, like, necessarily my decision, which is kind of weird. Yeah, but, weird. um, yeah, the only thing happening right now is they still want to monitor it, and I have an appointment in May. I'm supposed to be getting it checked out every six months for who knows how fucking long because um, they aren't sure if it could be cancerous. Um, and like I said, if I want to have kids, it'll give me difficulties during pregnancy if I don't get it removed at some point. Gotcha. So, Damn. yeah. Man. Not something I really wanted to hear, because, like, my family has, like, a history of cancer. Um, but I'm, like, trying to be positive because it is benign and it is small right, right now. Right, yeah. Um, So I'm trying not to think too much about that. On to something happier. Right. I made a decision on the roommate thing. J- they just had to have to, like, make a decision on me, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, I decided to go... I don't know if I showed you guys the pictures. I'll have to. But I decided to go with these two girls that I told you about last week. The one where the wallpaper is really ugly. Right. Oh, um, nice. But the apartment is super cute. Uh, it's only $400 a month in rent. Shit. Um, and it's really close to, like, school and shopping centers and, like, restaurants and things like that. And y'all know I'll be looking for a job to help pay for rent and everything as I go to school. So uh, I think I made the right choice. The girls are really cool. One of them is, like... pretty much the same as me like wants to go out and drink and go shopping and like all these other things and and she's like super clean so that's a plus so yeah Yeah. very nice very nice carlton y'all i'm happy as fuck honestly this is the first time in a (laughs) long time where i've just been like every aspect of life right now is good oh my goodness like home's good you know personal life is good work is good like i'm just this past weekend because this past week, work is starting to really pick up. So it's like our busy season. So this weekend, I was like, you know what? Like, I want to go out and just, like, just drink and, like, hang out. Like, you know, just have a good, like, time. Like, let go, you know? Yes. So Friday, me and Shorty are at home. We went and got food, and that was it. I'm like, damn, this was a waste of a fucking Friday. We're home by 830. Mm-hmm. To you me, know, that's a good night. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I'm Justin like, damn, I thought do. we'd go to, you know, at least a bar or something. But we didn't, but it was fine. So Saturday comes along and I actually got to hang out with one of my friends who I've been friends with for literally years since like sixth grade. Oh, I think I saw that on your story. Yeah, we went and got um, drinks and just like caught up. And then Molly met us out and then we all hung out for a little bit. And my friend's boyfriend was supposed to show up and he was, you know, busy doing other things so he couldn't make it. But we all got to hang out. And I always I love when like my friends, especially people that I've known for that long like the person I'm dating and the person that I'm dating likes them too. So it's like, it all makes right. you feel good. Right. Yes. I don't give a fuck, man. Like that's nice for me. Yes. It felt great. So I'm like, all right, cool. So that was good. And then Molly had her best friend had a birthday party. So we went to that after that. 
And I'm like, all right, I'm a couple drinks in. Like, I'm driving on the fucking highways. Like, I'm I'm just in a good-ass mood, right. you know? Feeling tipsy. So we all go out with them, and I had to break up a fight between these two white boys. <gasps> it was me and one other black dude at the bar, and they were like, can you guys help, please? And we was like, all right, let's save these <laughs> oh white people God. again, you know? Let's Why don't white violence is crazy? Yeah. <laughs> I felt like a rapper, though, because... <laughs> Cause look, check it. No, I felt like a rapper because okay, so I had my Air Force Ones on, right? Oh, and no. I run out there to stop the fight, and I kind of forget the shoes I have on at the time, and I pull them back, and I was like, "Damn, man! Like, what the fuck are y'all doing?" And then I look at my shoe, bro. I had a, I had a light, like faint little bit of blood on my shoes. I was like, I got, oh, "Oh my god. god!" I was like, "I got blood on my shoe." I'm like, "I'm, like, I'm a rapper." This like, is I, so heavy metal. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh and, no, I thought you were gonna be pissed because Air Force Ones are white. No, but that's the thing. I got, I cleaned it quick okay good yeah Before no, it dried. that shit was not sticking but that happened Dang, they got blood how bad was this fight this dude my boys brawl <laughs> yeah this dude got his ass beat his whole <laughs> his whole top of his head was like just bleeding i was like you gotta feel pretty bad if you go out and you're like i'm gonna have a good time you know and then you just get your ass beat right because i was like damn like i could that couldn't be me i would have just called it a night but um that was fun not him getting his ass beat but you know, going out, and then, um, yeah, we just had a crazy-ass night, and we all went back to, like, our place and had people over and just hung out, and it was just it was just fun. Like, my shorty, she's doing all this great stuff with school and work, and I'm just proud of her. Like, we went and uh, she bought a new laptop the other day, and I was just proud of her because we just walked in that bitch and just like, can we just have a new laptop? And I'm like, damn, we're, like, doing good right now. Like, right. it just feels good to know that, you know – Everything's just kind of going the way you plan it. That's so, awesome. Oh my god. Yeah, so I'm just I'm just happy as fuck right now for real. Like I'm just excited to keep going and It's amazing yeah. when like you're in like a good space. I feel like a lot of people in their 20s are like they freak the fuck out, which with good reason. The world, oh, yeah. the world is on fire. Like we understand. But like when you get those moments where you're like oh, like everything is fine, like everything is where it needs to be, like that's a good fucking moment. Yes. For mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. That's awesome. Um, so for me, um, a couple of days ago, I celebrated my anniversary, uh, my oh, one year. Is that with that post? Oh one year anniversary. Yeah. I was like, look at Justin, look at all happy right. and shit. We are, uh, Aww, happy in- anniversary. Thank you. We are Instagram official now, uh, on, on a platform that my mother can probably see. Um, but I did not block her on, in- on Instagram, on, not on my personal, uh, Instagram account. She is blocked on Cairo Croon. Um, she cannot see what I'm doing there. Um, but yeah, I'm like, we're Instagram official and I don't do Instagram things. So like, you have to know if you saw a picture of me and somebody that was dating on Instagram from my Instagram, it's because I'm trying to wife. Like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm in this for the very long haul. So I, I've been in a very like cheery mood for the past several days. Um, we had a nice uh, like anniversary celebration the day before the actual uh, anniversary um, what you guys do? I, I wanted to do fucking massage, uh, couples massages. Like I was trying to get that done during the middle of the day, but those fucking places book out like super far in advance. Okay. You tried to do it the day of? The week of. Oh, I could have told you that. Like the week of. See, I, I honestly like, would have thought you'd been able to do it. Right. I'm like most places. I'm like you know whatever. But do you she, not remember these white ladies out here protesting because they couldn't get a massage? I get it. And when she was on, <laughs> like the lady on the phone was like explaining to me. I was like, you know, would it be possible? She's like, no, girl. I'm sorry. You know whatever. <laughs> she was like, we book out. We're booked for like the next like several weeks, which was upsetting. But I was like, I'm trying in uh, right now. I'm trying to not let little things like when i try to plan stuff out i try not to let you know when it doesn't happen like piss me off too bad because i used to be like man fuck like 
but so I moved on from that, and then we went to a Korean restaurant for dinner. Ooh, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. It's very like a like a like a chill romantic vibe, and like it's very much the place that you go like when you're like forty and like have kids and have like a very stable job because them prices was high as fuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where'd oh, you go? Oh my god. Uh it's called um don't remember the fucking name. Korean and Japanese cuisine. Z- not Zap. It's in O'Fallon. It's like off uh oh, okay. off Highway 50. And it's kind of tucked away in the back a little bit. Uh, like by IHOP and Steak and Shake. You got to spend that bag for a oh, for a one year. Though, absolutely, you and know? and the whole day was on me. Like the whole day when I take day people of, out on dates. Be a real rapper for real. <laughs> I'm out here go, rapping on boats, blowing bags on one day. I love that shit, man. I was man. like, no, don't even, don't yeah. even pull your wallet out. A real nigga got you. <laughs> right. you know? Hey, did you look at the ticket or did you just give her your card? I didn't give a fuck. I'm like, oh, girl, said, I, got, I it. got it. Hello, that's mm-hmm. light. She I did. I charge you for a thousand dollar shot. I did peek. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what it's giving. We don't order expensive shit anyway, but also like it was an expensive menu. Like it was it was fucking high high price. But it was it was pretty decent food. Uh and then I this was very important to me. So I'm a big film head. I love fucking going to movies. And since it's COVID, let me back up. Like for me, like movie dates are essential to my whole romantic process. Um, that is something that I love. Like, I love a movie date. They're so romantic and, like, intimate, and, like, you get to watch film and, like, cuddle up. I just think it's really cute. Um, even though popcorn's fucking 20 bucks for a small. Okay, but that popcorn hits. Delicious. You gotta get the refillable one. I need to start, They don't do that sure. shit now with COVID, probably, but. Really? So, you yeah. Can get, you can buy the big-ass bucket for, like, 15 but they refill it for like five. Right. You should so also get those sense. chocolate things because Tyler and I used to get like the, uh, the I think they're called goobers. Yes. And put them in the popcorn. And mm, it used to be so mm-hmm. good. Mm. Big advocate of like popcorn. I like it, mm-hmm. I like to put a Dorito in my popcorn. Oh, you tried it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with just making... leaving the popcorn to popcorn? Well, y'all? I like it both, but like, so Same. we would eat some off the top, like the really salty and buttery ones. Yes. And then like when it starts to get a little bland, then but, you put the chocolate in see, and it melts it. Oh my God. Yeah, see, Molly Delicious. would be down for that because she's been like, let's put M&M's. And I'm like, no. She liked the different like flavor, to, like salts you put in. The little no. dust and stuff. Mm-mm. Now, see, that's kind of crossing a line for me. The like, butter yeah. salt's good, though. The butter salt's but the, fine. Yeah, it's like that. I'm like, no, I don't need that. Just get the butter that comes out the machine. I'll just press that red button. That bitch. Mm. You it's obviously didn't grow up with Andrea Kralovic who put salt in our ketchup. So that's, <laughs> there's that. Who put salt in your ketchup? Well, she put salt in her ketchup and like, you know, like daughter, like what? Mm. Like mother, like daughter. Right, yeah. right. God <laughs> yeah. damn. So it, we haven't got to go on a movie date because COVID. Like the, the theater was closed for a long time. And so I surprised him with like a movie date. We went and saw fucking uh, Mortal Kombat, which I'll talk about later. Oh, shit. Oh, was it trash? No, it was so good. See, pe- I've heard people say it was trash. I've only heard people say it was trash. Here's what I will say. Justin, about to tell you the truth right now. Here's what I will say about the Mortal Kombat like franchise. I've been playing the video game since I was three years old, yep. like fully pulling niggas' heads off <laughs> with their spinal cords attached. Yeah. It's the most heterosexual thing I've ever done in my entire life. Like it is. That is the one part of heterosexuality that I cling to with dear life. But the movies have historically been dog shit. And honestly, though, and it might have been because I was like five when I was watching this shit, but I enjoyed the ones that were made. No, when they came out, when we were kids and they came out, they were sickening. But if you you go back and watch 
the 1990s version of Mortal Kombat one and one and Annihilation. Um, they're both trash ass fucking films. Like they're horrid. I, mean, I didn't even the, know those were out. It's like fucking. Was... It, yeah. they're filmed like fucking Power Rangers uh, TV shows. Oh, it's very okay. dramatic. Uh, I very much remember it being really dramatic, and also like the effects. Trash, terrible. It was the '90s though, and as a five-year-old, I don't know no better. Yeah, and yeah. also, and also, like historically speaking, like the Mortal Kombat films don't do a good job of like tying in all the characters and like showing stuff as it actually happens in the video games and stuff. This fucking movie was exciting. Like it was, mm. it was action-packed from start to end. The acting was phenomenal. Like then they actually had like japanese people playing japanese people which was always really nice to see Mm -hmm. um they did not make the white person the like center of this film that's mostly about asian folks whooping whooping ass and for me as a video game nerd they had literal fatalities from the video games in the shit number one number two they had like so you know when you're playing video like fighting games with people and there's always that, that one bum-ass nigga who doesn't play fighting games and hits, like, down B <laughs> to, like, do the leg sweep. And it's a stupid-ass fucking move, but he always whoops your fucking ass because you never know how to block it. They put that shit in the fucking movie. Like, there's a whole scene where, like, someone's just doing sweep kick, like, five times in a row and beats ass. We had a fucking blast. We also drank. We went to the little bar. What? We went, we went to the okay. little bar. Told you, a rapper. <laughs> we'll we, have a bottle in the whole section. <laughs> we went to the and and we were the only two people in the bar. See, so it felt like I had like rented out the space or whatever. So we got drinks and then we went and like watched the movie or whatever. It was a cute little day. I'm so in love. Like Aww. I'm so up, fucking in love. This is the one of the longest relationships I've ever been in. And like again. The importance for me, because I, I can I can tweet pictures of of us all day long, but like Twitter feeds disappear very very quickly. Like it's not a thing. Instagram that is something that stays there until I delete it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And again, I'm very I'm very I'm very aware of like who can see me on what platforms, uh, which is why my name on Twitter is never my name on Twitter. Um, but on Instagram, I'm like. My mom follows me on Instagram. Like a lot of my cousins follow me. I'm like, this is a a family, like centered account that I run on. So I'm like, everybody Instagram, fucking knows now. That's so funny yeah. that Instagram is your family run account because it's definitely not mine. Yeah, no. Nah. Facebook is definitely my family run account. See, I only use Facebook now to share Cairo Croon stuff. Mm-hmm. Like mm. I I don't use Facebook for anything other than so it's it is a family account in the respect that I know most of my family's on there. But I use Facebook so that, like, my aunties and uncles can see the music that I'm making. Mm-hmm. Like, because I know how, that otherwise they won't know about it. That I would agree because I know the only time I post on Facebook is if I post on Instagram and it goes to yeah. Facebook. Right, That's right, That's, like, the exactly. only time, you know? I haven't shared anything since we talked about Black Lives, or whenever Black Lives Matter was, like, huge when it first started last mm-hmm. year. That's yeah. the last time I posted. I, I posted uh, the day after the, like, attack on the Capitol or whatever. Oh, I saw that. And yes. I, re- I immediately regretted it because I was like, damn, white people think that because you post something on Facebook, that means that you're going to have discourse with them in your Facebook comments. I'm like, I wasn't talking to you. Like, I <laughs> didn't ask you for your opinion. Right. And they were trying to have, like, a... A full-on brawl on well, Facebook. Well, I think that blah 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 nobody cares you shouldn't have an i think with people storming the capital right just don't do that plus you're white mind your business i don't give a fuck about your opinion like (laughs) i wasn't talking to your white ass go like spread some mayonnaise or something girl like i don't give a fuck anyway 
<laughs> Speaking of white people. The views people, expressed by Justin <laughs> Crouch are not, the do not views. exactly <laughs> are not the views of For the Record Podcast. <laughs> oh. Speaking oh, of fucking goodness. white people, uh, let's get into the topics this week. Uh, read it and weep this week. It is coming uh, from my neck of the woods from salon.com. Um, fucking rich white people news. The headline reads, Bill Gates says no to sharing vaccine formulas with global po- with global poor to end p- uh, pandemic. Uh, Bill, and I'll read a little bit of the article. Uh, Bill Gates, one of the world's richest men and most powerful philanthropists in the whole goddamn black ass motherfucking world was the target of criticism from social justice campaign campaigners on Sunday after arguing that lifting patent protections on COVID-19 vaccine tech and sharing recipes with the world to foster a massive ramp up in manufacturing and distribution, despite a growing international call to do exactly that, is a bad idea. Directly asked during an interview with Sky News if he thought if, quote, it, quote, would be helpful, end quote, to have vaccine recipes be shared, Gates quickly answered, an emphatic and quick no. As to explain why not, Gates, whose massive fortune as founder of Microsoft relies largely on intellectual property laws that turned his software innovations into blah 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 fuck, said, quote, well, there's only so many vaccine factories in the world, and people are so very serious about the safety of vaccines. And I can't move all of my funds out of my bank account to help the poor... And so moving <laughs> um, something, quote unquote, <laughs> quote unquote, parentheses re- in there. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, editor's note. Um, and s- this is another quote. So and so moving something that had never been done, moving a vaccine, say, from a Johnson and Johnson factory into a factory in India. It's novel. It's only because of our grants and expertise that can happen at all. So what Gates is essentially saying in this is these um right because like medicine is privatized right now so that's why there's like three variations of the vaccine right now there's you can get the pfizer you can get the moderna or you can get the ghetto and ghetto mm-hmm. right um and they all have different ranges of <laughs> they all have different ranges of you know side effects you know one uh, two of them you get you have to get two shots one of them you only have to get one shot and they all have slightly different uh ingredients um it is the same core ingredients because you still need to have a, a certain uh, like a certain set of stuff in there for it to be considered the COVID vaccine or whatever. COVID being one of them. Right. Except for you know, they're like mRNA like right, based, right, right, right. based uh, vaccines uh, for this one. Um, but so he's saying that we should still be privatized. Like we should still have these like specific variations uh, from these different companies and corporations because essentially we cannot trust everybody to do a good job uh, with the COVID vaccine recipe. You're totally fine. Like he, he's saying that we can't trust people not from around here right. to create a viable vaccine, even though there are scientists that exist outside of the US of A and the UK and like whatever other uh, like wealthy country. Um, and so I definitely have thoughts on this as someone who fucking hates Bill Gates. 
Um, but I wanted to get y'all's thoughts on it first. I so no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I just had a question, and then you can talk, and then I'll go because I just wanted to talk about what was going on in India. But um, is he's making money off of this? I'm assuming is he like <clears throat> kind of like backing this with his money essentially, or what? I mean, I don't know the exact pipeline of like conglomerates in this country, and this article doesn't get into any of that, but. It would not surprise me if Gates being one of, if not the richest man in this in in the planet, actually, like has some sort of vetted interest in privatized medicine like that. It, it would not surprise me because like everything in this country. And certainly the world like is owned by like five corporations, yeah. right? Like. That's why the whole boycott the NFL thing was tricky because I'm like, so are y'all niggas going to stop like buying Pepsi and like eating Cheerios too? Or like, what is it giving? Right. But people don't understand that those are like a conglomerate. Everything is connected. So I don't Mm -hmm. know for a fact that that Gates like has a foot in any of the like vaccine recipes. It would not surprise me. though. I'm only saying that because for him to have such a strong opinion about it, it sounds like he does. Um, with that being said, though, it's so crazy to me how we can come up with something that could benefit everyone and we want to keep it to ourselves. That's right. exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. And the moment, though, for some reason, what if the moment like Japan instead came up with said vaccine? Right. We would be expecting to get that. Exactly. Which is why... No, we just go take that shit. Or, or that, too. Hello? Oh, God, that's <laughs> you know? such a good point. Right. We just go take it. Because when, an- when another country has some shit, and they, you know, if we try to come to some sort of peace accord with them, which basically, like, give, mm-hmm. us, give us your stuff, and they yeah. say, no, okay, th- so we'll kill your leaders then, yep. and then we'll take your shit. Right. Right. Because at this point, not that America is taking it too seriously anyway, um, but they would want that shit. And they would be upset that they weren't the ones to come up with it first. Absolutely. And, uh, like, here's the whole thing about, like, privatized medicine in the first place. It is all linked to capitalism, like, directly. Because the reason you privatize a formula, a patent, and, like, it gets... The intellectual property aspect of it, I don't... it's, It's more nuanced than that. Because, like... Yeah, would I want someone making money off of some stuff that I made? No, not necessarily. But for stuff like medicine and stuff that even stuff like the fucking electric car for like Tesla, y'all should be selling those patents. Like y'all should it shouldn't even be a selling point. You should there should be no like monopoly on things that make people feel like they're not going to die. Specifically the vaccine. Um, but when we're talking about like the idea of a, of a Tesla or whatever it is someone else is coming up with, um, I'm not going to say I agree with it, but I understand why they keep it because like someone could be way smarter right, and come up with other ideas or add to that to make your idea better. And For it's sure. no longer something that, yeah, sure, you coined it, but now it's no longer something that is just yours or something you're getting praise for. However, that's a fucking car. We're talking about a goddamn vaccine. Thank you. Something that is literally needed for, one, we're not even the country that needs it the most, but we we do need it. But there are other countries that literally need something like this. And it's really selfish that we can't share it. 
See, I feel like for someone who is as smart as Bill Gates is, this is pretty stupid what he's saying because <laughs> if you think about it in the way he's saying that he doesn't want other people to have it, then we 1,000% have the resources to make the shit in-house right. and send that shit out. Do we not? Why not do that? Furthermore, there are already companies like Microsoft, as it turns out, who outsource their production work to countries like China, like India, where they put masses of people in small facilities to do menial labor. They pay them a feather and a biscuit per two weeks with no health care benefits or anything like that. And they rack up profits there. Y'all could very, very easily, like, hire. There are scientists and other smart people and doctors all over the world right now. Y'all could very easily pay very well some folk in insert a country here to facilitate the creation of this fucking vaccine and make it available to everybody the 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 reason why um the reason why healthcare or like vaccines are privatized is number 1 you get to make money off of it right like people are racking in dollar bills off of se- basically selling the vaccine right number 2 and this is a little bit more like in between the lines you get to decide then who gets it Right. Like you get to decide who is worthy of receiving this potentially life saving vaccine. And so often we put that responsibility or like we give that judgment to people like Bill Gates, who I'm like, girl, even if you got covid and like got really sick off of it, you would be fine. Like Gates could afford to get new lungs, I'm sure, like Mm -hmm. a whole new set of fucking lungs. And he's speaking so much about this fucking issue that don't affect him and that disproportionately affects Negroes, brown people, and poor folk. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck does Bill Gates care about a vaccine? And I I mean, that's how it was set up, too, when it first came out, right? It's like teachers get it first and healthcare workers. They weren't really considering anyone else. No. Well, I just think that we hear these politicians. Bill Gates is not a politician, but we hear these politicians and people in power that are like we can beat this together if we all just help one another and we're all more caring and but it shows that at the end of the day you can say all that shit but money is what matters exactly so the fact that it's like i just feel i really don't get why we couldn't just send it over there we send everything else to other countries and all the stuff we want them to share with us if they have something but a legitimate medicine that can help get the covid you know vac not vaccine the covid virus away from these people right you don't want to share that shit like it, it doesn't make sense well because you profit more yeah that's what i was gonna say the idea of it being private and this the, the word private when it comes to any institution it's always going to be more expensive well yeah so that's what it is it's like if we make this public it no longer can have a, like a nice profit behind but it, it doesn't even have to be public it could be still made over here you're not telling everybody how to make it and then you just send it 
They, I don't think they would do that. The, U, the U.S. doesn't know how not to be selfish because I, I hear what you're saying, which is yeah. like, yeah, maybe maybe there's a way to keep it privatized, like the recipe still be privatized. But then you're saying, as far as distribution goes, yeah, just give it to everybody. The U.S. won't do that because the U.S. is a capitalist nation, and like there have to be in the U.S. system's mind, like there have to be buffers in place, right? Like we have to be able to dictate. Who gets the vaccine? And we get we have to be able to dictate when they get the vaccine. Right. Yeah, because we would do some shit like send it to England and Austria and Switzerland and like forget Canada. all the other fucking places. There's a there's a really nice uh like uh like map or whatever that I saw a few months uh, I saw like maybe a month and a half ago that like shows a map of the world and the countries by like color code of like who's going to get the vaccine first and surprise surprise uh all the countries who are getting it first are western nations wealthy nations um who are going to be getting their vaccine by at the absolute latest like september of 2021 Mm -hmm. and all the nations who are in red on this fucking map are like in the continent of africa like in South and Central America, Panama included. And they're like, oh, those girls won't get their fucking vaccines until like maybe 2029, like really fucking far off, which is some stupid ass shit. And we were, so we were talking about this uh, before we started recording amongst a bunch of other stuff today. But because certain countries are not scheduled to get the vaccine until way later, way later, meaning later than the U.S. and the U.K. and, like, Australia. That means that by the end of this year and certainly by the middle of next year, like, let's say summertime 2022, right, we in this room and all of our friends and family are going to be able to talk about the COVID virus as though it is just a long-gone, like, oh, you remember when type thing, like, COVID was so crazy. Oh my God, I can't believe we're all inside for like two years. Like that was that was wild. Meanwhile, these countries on this list who are not scheduled to get the vaccine until Christ knows when, they're gonna be dealing with the effects of it a lot worse because they're gonna be living in a in a world with other countries who have, you know, quote unquote moved on from this circumstance that is still largely affecting like uh disadvantaged um communities and countries globally speaking like if y'all remember at all like ebola or like west nile virus or like h1n1 or anything like that swine flu like every time those things got brought up what was always a sentiment oh well you know like that's a thing that you get in like ethiopia or like you might get it in china or like some obscure country it is not on the U.S. radar, right? Mm-hmm. And we get to say that from a place of privilege because our country is concerned, I'm not even going to say with, with itself, because even in the United States, like, not everybody's being taken care of, right? But, like, it, it sucks to me that in a couple years, people are not going to have this fucking medicine that they need because some rich people somewhere who have who stand to to lose nothing from any of this besides the the billions of dollars that they that they're not already going to fucking lose decided that oh well, you know it's better if we just keep it in house and 
we can't trust India and blah blah blah. Um, just a really quick uh, continuation of the article. Um, journalist Stephen uh, Bu- uh, Buriani, sorry if I'm butchering your name, who on Saturday wrote an in-depth Guardian column on the urgent need for the patent waivers and technology sharing, sharing, offered a similarly negative view of billionaires' quote awful arguments sharing the vaccine technology. Gates charged uh, Biryani, quote, acts like an optimist but has a truly dismal view uh, of the world. And then also in the uh, article, uh, Nick Dearden, executive director of Global Justice Now, one of the lead partner groups in an international coalition calling for WTO patent waivers uh, at a crucial meeting of the world body next month, characterized Gates' remarks and the ideological framework behind them as, quote, disgusting. Who appointed, this is a, uh, a quote, who appointed this billionaire head of the global health, asked Dearden. Oh, yeah, he did, end quote. And that's really, for me, like, that's it. Like, these rich folks have decided to make themselves judge, jury, and executioner mm-hmm. of brown folks in other fucking countries. Mind your fucking rich-ass business, my nigga. I fucking hate Bill Gates. Like, and really anyone with that amount of money who is doing nothing at this point exactly like that's why we say jeff fuck jeff bezos on this show like it's fuck bill gates because if you're not doing anything with your wealth other than creating scrooge mcduckian sized like mountains of gold in your house (laughs) you're not spreading the wealth anywhere your wealth means nothing then and then by proxy, you mean nothing. Start robbing these niggas. <laughs> Bill Gates needs to get his pockets ran because he has more money right now than he or his children or his children's children or his children's children's children can ever spend in their lifetimes. Absolutely. Meanwhile, people people suffer, right? It's absolute horseshit we have i have said on this show and to my uh delight gotten erica to change her own views on this like if you are a billionaire it's because you're a fucking asshole it's not because you're some motherfucker who cares about the good of the planet or whatever it's because you have connived and clawed your way to the top at the expense of other motherfuckers and then once you get up there you're like no it's my money I'm going to do with it what I want to do with it. And also, if we fuck up anything like privatized medicine that might affect my pockets, I don't want to do it. Fuck Bill Gates. I hope that everybody gets their fucking COVID vaccine. I hope they unprivatize this fucking Coke and Pepsi and Dr. Pepper ass like privatized medicine <laughs> system that we fucking have. It's so goddamn stupid. And I just hope everybody gets the like proper health care that they need. Yes. Um, I don't want to like say to wrap this up or anything, but no, you're, just you're... to kind of give an example of like other countries that kind of really have it bad right now. India, specifically, uh, doctors in India are saying it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel because they're actually going through a deadly second wave that's devastating the country. Um, of course, though, they like started to be really lax on things, had some events and stuff that they weren't supposed to. But of course, they're no different than us. So let's not go there. But we're, we're about to have like a rolling loud festival. I know, soon. literally. But um, 
So they're saying hospitals are over overwhelmed and the country's healthcare system is now crumbling. And apparently, um, it says things quickly started to unravel. Cases rose. New strains of the virus have emerged, including a double mutant strain. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they're um, trying to figure out what they can do as far as vaccinations go, um, which America now has a fucking solution. So maybe fucking share it. Maybe fucking share it. Um, God, I hate rich people. So let's move to our... Um, I believe this will be our potpourri topic, or is this from the sewer? Which one are we talking about? Umar? That's our potpourri. Okay, so we're going to move to our potpourri topic. Um, it is uh, statements from the very hotepi, <laughs> aggressively coonish Dr. Umar Johnson. Aggressively coonish. PhD uh, to be determined. I don't actually know this motherfucker's uh, credentials like that. But does he teach somewhere or is he? I could not tell you. He teaches on Instagram. Okay, so that's his that's his schooling, I'm guessing. His name says Dr. Umar Johnson. I don't know where he got his doctorate from, but I do know that he went on the show of bad opinions, uh, the Breakfast Club. Um I damn, we taking shots. I fucking hate the Breakfast Club. Fuck Charlemagne. Charlemagne is gonna go to jail in like twenty years, I'm sure, because he's grimy. Yeah, I do like Angela Yee though. I I like Angela Yee. She's kind of a bird, but it's fine. Yeah, she all right. She talks about the same shit every day. Yeah. Um, I listen to that shit on the way to work. It's always the same two topics. I'm going to give you some advice that you ain't asked for, but you asked for it, but I'm going to tell you what I do. It's right. Like, that's not advice. That's just you talking. Come on, man. You sounded just like her for a second. Love yeah, me. he did. He did. <laughs> she does. So, yeah. Umar Johnson uh, went on the breakfast burrito and- um, The breakfast burrito. <laughs> he- he gave his opinions on a lot of things um, that <laughs> I really don't know why Kuhn LeMaine asks him about. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't really get. Oh my god! I've because you know what? I've never gotten. I've never. I'm not surprised. I've never woken up from bed and being like, "Oh, I wonder what Umar thinks about <laughs> this." Like, I've never had that thought come across my mind. Ever, ever, ever. I've never even heard of this guy up until y'all sent that video. He's he's, on, he's on like social media more. I, that's why I'm like, is he an actual doctor? Or is he just one of them like, I'm a doctor now? Because it's like, eh. They might find him to be like radical. That might not be why he has an actual job. He's more of a meme for me because like I don't. And there are people who probably listen to the show who like are familiar with, with Umar and like probably really identify with some of his stuff. And like, whatever. I can't take that away from you. But my whole stance is like. Umar is also of the camp that is like, you know, gay people are like a government construct trying to like emasculate the black man. And oh, also the transgenders are like distracting from civil rights as though black transgender people don't fucking exist. Um, Like he just he says stuff that I'm like, oh, buddy, just because we came from Africa doesn't mean that what you're saying is like correct. But so whatever like i laugh at him about a lot of things um erica put this in in the group chat and i ignored the first part of what was said uh because he's an idiot but he did in this same interview say something about um asian people um in relation to like black lives matter and like government funding and things like that i I did have something on that if you wanted me to say what that was did you have like an article not an article but enough to where it was a um okay a cnn like 
post on That's probably Instagram. better. I was just going to play the he audio was on my CNN? Phone. No, no, no. I was oh. going to talk about the Asian um hate Same. the Asian crime or the you you get what I'm saying. That probably would be it probably would be better cuz yeah. I don't I don't want to actually give his voice a a, pod, a a fucking platform on my podcast. So. Yes. Um so the Senate actually voted 94 to 1 to pass a bill denouncing discrimination against Asian American communities in the US and creating a new position at the Justice Department to expedite reviews of potential COVID-19 related hate crimes. The bill would also direct the Departments of Justice and Health and Human Services to raise awareness of hate crimes during the pandemic and work with agencies to establish an online reporting system. The bill now goes to the House before being signed into law by President Biden. This was five days ago, and I believe it was signed by President Biden. Gotcha. Um, with that being said, though, it was like overwhelmingly passed. Um, and I think the point that Umar made whenever he was talking, he was like... Um, he came into office and he gave a, a he like signed a bill for um you know not allowing hate for people who are transgender. He signed a bill like we said before for people who um are Asian American and are catching heat from COVID-19. Um just passed that and it was like I said overwhelming. But what we were getting at and what he said is black people are still waiting on that and we've been catching heat for over 400 years. And still nothing has happened. Right. Biden hasn't done shit for black people is what he was trying to say, because Biden went on the Breakfast Club and made the famous. Mm. If you, you don't, don't vote, vote for me, you you're not black. black. Right. And then it's like, OK, so you had these people vote for you. But what have you done? And, and his, you have this nigger as vice president. Right. <laughs> who's also not doing shit. Right. So it's like. And the most they have done so far is talk to George Floyd's attorney. Right. Ben Crumb. Uh, and pretty much be like, hey, so, yeah, like, this is great. This is great for American history. We're on our way to start. So start something, nigga. Pass a bill. Do something. Well, they were. I think what he was getting at, too, is that um, I I think there should be an anti-Asian, you know, is it the oh, anti-Asian yeah. All of that hate is crime? Fine. Yeah. That's fine. Um, I think it's crazy that we live in a world where we literally have to say you cannot fuck with Asian people because they're Asian. I think that's you know, problematic in itself. Um, but Umar, right? Yeah. He was basically saying how, like you were saying, Darian, black people have been getting their shit fucked up forever. And every time we can't even get, this is what he said, I don't know for sure, but apparently we can't even get a bill that says you can't hang niggas. And it's oh, 2021, yes. you know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, mm-hmm. I, I, when he was saying shit, I was like, that makes sense. I kind of agree That's the thing about Umar with stuff. that. He will say nine incorrect things, and then he'll say one thing one, where you're like, oh, Yeah, team. like that shit's kind of deep. Yeah. This was one, because he also went on to talk about how he doesn't agree with interracial relationships, but we're not going to get into we're that. We're not talking about that at all. Um, number one, because we think it's stupid, and number two, because we're all in interracial relationships. Right. So, like, Shorty, <laughs> but, you so fine with your, you white as hell, but you cute oh as fuck, too. Oh, my God. What are you talking about, Molly? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we It's so, all we good, def- man. We definitely just sidetracked. Um, <laughs> off the, that tangent. The thing about Umar's comments, right? Like his whole thing is like, well, we can't get like an anti like black hate bill. And he's in in the video he's talking about how Asian people are sort of being propped up as a, and we've heard this term before like right like the like the like model minority, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Asian people <clears throat> and he's talking specifically He's not talking about like Indian folks or like people from like uh like a like traditionally darker brown skinned asian country he's talking about like chinese japanese sorts of people maybe even koreans 
um, who have been propped up in this country um, as sort of this model minority figure. Oh, like, why can't you be more like them? You know, they create their little business shops and they get to go do and do their business. And they also uh, he he says this in the thing. I don't really uh, have the, the data to refute this, but he claims in the video that, you know, Asian people are traditionally more um, more conservative. Um, and he also says in the video that Asian people hate Nick quote unquote hate niggas just as much as white people do, um, which is not something that I entirely disagree with. Um, I think I've said on this show before that like the only people who I feel like in my life who have like been as anti like been almost as anti-black to me as white people have been Asian people. But that is still kind of a whiteness issue to me. Like how so? So it's complicated, right? He's like, I want to explain this shit. No. And it's, it's fine. Like I, I think that it's a whiteness issue because this is still a country like founded upon white supremacist values. Mm -hmm. And like, even the concept of like our own humanity like had to be like written into the constitution. And so you get these other groups of people who come in here and who definitely uh, experience discrimination. I was saying, cause yeah, Asian people did not have it easy when they Absol- came over like, at all by mm-hmm. any means. And I'm also not saying that they necessarily have it easy now. Like that's not a narrative. Yeah. That's what I don't like about, about those comments. I'm like, Who's to say that Asian people like are like out here like living large right now just because, you know, you've seen crazy rich Asians or whatever the fuck. Right. Like that is not the majority of how people live. The issue, though, is that so like whiteness as a concept. Right. Like your access to whiteness is also your access to like white supremacist violence, Mm -hmm. your access to like being able to call the police and get them to help you out like your access to if a cop walks in here right now and they have a gun and they want to shoot one of us and they might, and there's an Asian person in here, they're going to shoot one of us first. Like that's just kind of how that works, but that's systemically how it's been set up. I don't think Asian people necessarily came in here and were like, we're going to be, you know, the second best to white people. That doesn't seem fair to me at all. I, I don't think that they're the ones that set that stereotype up either. Absolutely not. But, but I, mm. I will say there is no denying that if there was a race that was closer to being white or more accepted, it is Asian people. That's, it absolutely that's what I was going to say. Yeah. No, it absolutely is. But who whose fault is that? And I'm not saying it's ours. It's definitely like... It's white It's people's. definitely white people. White people in general, they determine... All this Whether shit. or not the color of your skin is valuable, right? Right. So it wouldn't like they are the the literal reason why we care about light skin and dark skin right now. Yep. That wouldn't even be a concept we would even think about. They constructed the entire fucking thing. Yeah, colorism is like something that came from slavery. And they also Thanks. create these they they create these fucking conflicts between uh like between minority groups, right? Like. There's reasons why in like dis- disadvantaged black like, black neighborhoods, there's always like a chop suey restaurant, right? right. Like in the dead smack middle of the ghetto, you know, <laughs> um, because they like to create situations for brown people and black people 
to like perpetually be going back and forth with one another. And they also like to put us in the same sorts of communities, which are typically speaking quite poor, right? And so like Umar, I'm not gonna say Umar is correct. I don't I don't want that to be like a soundbite about anything. But part of what Umar is saying is that Asian people are currently right now being used to sort of so that America can be like, you know, we're not that bad. Like, look, we're helping these Asian people out or whatever. Even though, like, there, there, there is no, like, anti, like, black violence thing going on. Y'all won't defund the police for shit. Mm-hmm. And I guess part of Umar's thing is like, well, they, like, we've been getting our asses whooped for a very long time and nobody's done shit about that. But now because of COVID, like, we want it. And I'm like, and that was a good point he made because they not to say that there aren't people who are racist against Asian Americans before this, but it, it has surely heightened. But right. The, but that's still just more white people being like, be afraid of Asians because of and not yeah. some white people. It's literally the, our former. Leader oh, yeah. Our former president who's like perpetuating. Yes. That. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Fucking China virus. and all that other stuff. Yeah. That's bullshit. bullshit. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I kind of lost my thought there. My bad. No, you're good. I think the point I was trying to make here is that, um, God, I don't know, Carlton. No, it's so, <laughs> like. I owned up to it. No, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. The spin that Umar keeps putting on the thing, and there's two things going on. He's really framing it as though Asian people are, like, conspiring to get bills and rights over black people. And that is which not is how again, we should be looking yeah. at that. It's not something no. that I'm interested in even entertaining. Because it is a good thing for them. Like, that's the thing. Like, we should, I think instead of, and I don't remember which one of y'all said it, but it's true. We should let this be a celebratory thing. And it is. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. a good thing that has right. happened. We shouldn't be like, well, why did they get it and we didn't? Like, it's like, yeah, like, yeah, we've been getting fucked up for all these years. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying but, that, though. Because the one point that he said that... I agreed with is like they have only been going through this at this like heightened yeah for a year for a year yeah and I agree with that but at the same time it's my thing was just that I don't know like you can't take away from somebody else's achievement I guess you could say this is this would be considered an achievement sure Mm -hmm. sure you can't take away from that because you haven't gotten the same thing I'm not taking away from that I just think it's the point of like I think it's still fair for us to be like okay yes you did this that's what we wanted but now you also need you to can do, do this more. too. Yes. Right. That's yeah. the thing. The thing about it is like I I hate when these conversations are being had and it's being framed as though this thing over here is constructed as a distraction for this thing over here. I have said this on the show a million fucking time, times. Niggas can walk and chew gum at the same fucking time. Like mm-hmm. we can have care in our hearts for two things going on. Like we can recognize that these Asian people are getting fucked up over some stupid ass like cockamamie bullshit. And we can also recognize that historically speaking, the state as it were has never given a fuck about our black asses in that same capacity ever. And probably never fucking will. I think just seeing it though, is like, it's, it's kind of bittersweet because it's like, that is something that needs to happen that we want to happen but at the same time it's a slap in the face because you see what we've been going through for all these years and y'all can't draft up a bill 
no one wants to take into consideration the Emmett Till bill that's going around about lynching. Right. Like, for how long has that been out now and it still hasn't been signed or decided on? Like, that shouldn't be something that should take a lot of thought. Black people shouldn't be hanged. It's that fucking simple. And I think that we also need to pass some sort of bill that's like, we can't be having hate towards black people in XYZ, specifically right. by the state. So it's like, I don't understand why that's so difficult, but it was so quick. It was so quick for them to draft something up that quick for Asian Americans, but they can't do the same for black people. And that's, that's the only problem that I have is like, we've been asking for this. We've been struggling through this for so long. Mike Brown, essentially, like that's when Black Lives Matter started. Right. Trayvon Martin, like, you in know, all of, time frame. yes. Yeah. And the point is, is like, it's been over 10 years. Shit. We were children. Yep. And nothing has changed. And yet it's gotten worse. Yeah, it's only gotten uh, fucking yeah, worse. It actually We're has. seeing a police shooting once a week. Yeah, if, if not, not more. more. Yes. And that's the thing. Those are just the ones that are just being caught on camera. Right. There's ones we're not even getting to see. Right. And that's just the that's just the point is this like we are still disproportionately being killed by the state. And that's the only reason probably why we aren't getting anything because everyone values the fucking police. That that is just the crux of it, isn't it? Yeah, because like, like you value a job more than a, you know, life. a life. Imagine like what it would be like if the police were now also targeting Asian Americans instead of just black Americans. And then add four hundred years to that. Yes. You know, like add four hundred years of that exact same fucking thing. And this yeah. is also not to say that that doesn't already happen. Like, the cops oh, will yeah. fuck you up. And they haven't just killed black people because they have killed other minorities. They have just disproportionately yes. killed black yeah. people. Yes. Um, it's just like, it's just kind of crazy to me because all we're asking for is someone to give a fuck. And y'all can't even do that. Right. I think part of my like counter argument for Umar is like, and this is a little bit more broad strokes, but like, if we had to beg the state, as it were, to even consider us three-fifths of a human, like, if we then had to beg the state to, like, allegedly abolish slavery, which is, did not happen because uh, prison systems exist, like, if we had to petition for all these things, civil rights and, like, black women's suffrage and things like that, I just don't really see the state, like, I, I should not have to petition to petition the state to pass a law to protect me. I shouldn't have to fucking do that. It should not be my responsibility to like beg the state to give a fuck about if I live or die, you know? And so like, I guess my thing with Umar, like not, not to say like, don't get all bent out of shape about it, but like girly, like you have to, you're going to have to think of something else because the state is not going to give you what you want as, as a as a nigga like yeah. black people. You're not going to get what you want by like phoning your fucking uh, whoever the fuck you can call your senator or whoever the fuck like your senator is not going to give a fuck about you. Your governor is not going to give a fuck about you. your mayor's not going to give a fuck about you. Like fuck Mary. Uh, fuck Mary Lightfoot. Mayor Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Like mm -hmm. these motherfuckers, they're not going to do anything for you. So you're going to have to figure out a way to take it for yourself. Now, I cannot, I probably shouldn't legally say what you might could do to take it for yourself, wink, wink, but 
it's not going to be through state legislation. That's just not what's going to fucking happen. And like, also, what we've seen, historically speaking, is even when they pass a law, it doesn't mean that anything is going to change. Like, unfortunately speaking, they passed this anti-Asian hate law or whatever. That don't mean shit to white people. It doesn't fucking it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't mean that these things are not still going to happen. And it also doesn't indicate that when they do happen, white people are going to get reprimanded for it because Mm -hmm. white people have been doing illegal shit to brown and black people for a very long time. And they just had one. Thank you. And they just and they get away with it. And also, like, what about George Zimmerman, who was not a cop? He was just a regular ass nigga who decided to kill a, a like thirteen year old. Right. Yeah. Nothing fucking happens to people, and because there is, you are not going to get state protection. I'm sorry. And that case still to this day haunts me because it's just like, what makes you think you get to take action? Bone chilling. It is, and that is the piece here. Is like, if you want protection, and if you want some modicum of power, you are going to have to take that from the state because the state is not going to mother may I protection into your hands. And again, I'm not the nigga who finna potentially lose my job by telling you what you can do (laughs) to take it from the state. Right. But if you want it, you're going to have to take it low key though, Justin, like I would have you like lead a secret, like, I don't know, coalition or some shit. No more. (laughs) Justin, if we're gonna do something secret, I'm gonna have you lead it, okay? That is, <laughs> that is on the tape. And I can't I can't really touch that. So um anyway. Well, he likes his job, so there's another Justin out there somewhere that's willing to burn sure. the shit to the ground. And I'll make sure to change my name every podcast from here on out so you motherfuckers can never find me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like just to wrap it up, like, first off, um, black people, stop going to the breakfast club. Like, stop, stop going there. Yeah, that was that is a good ass point because the same like you were saying, I was driving to work one morning and I was like, where do they get these random people? And they're just like, so how you feel about politics? And it's literally like method man being like, hey, you know, I'm right. You know, like what the fuck? Like, I'm sorry, but I don't give a fuck what Ice Cube thinks about what's going on politically. Like, I'm sorry, but you're Ice Cube. Stop <laughs> going to the breakfast club, Negroes. You are spilling so much tea. Also, I have said, I think I have said this on this show before. Charlemagne has said on his own fucking podcast that he drugged and raped a lady. <laughs> like, he has said that on his own he has. fucking he show. He said him and his wife, they raped each other the first time they. And when he was like in college or some shit, he yeah. literally like raped a girl. Stop listening to Kundamane. <laughs> Stop fucking doing it. Oh my God. And also, if you're listening to this show and you've ever gotten the thought that, for the record, sounds like the breakfast sandwich. You're incorrect <laughs> about that. We do not run a ship that tries to reflect that motherfucker. Fuck Charlemagne. Fuck Dr. Uh, Kunmar Johnson. Kunmar Johnson. I'm just trying to work These are the- too easy for you. That's right. what's so funny. I mean, isn't you just it fucked come it? up with these off the dome? Isn't it funny? Yeah, because I didn't have Kunmar when we started. <laughs> I've, I've really been kind of working my way up to Kunmar, and I was like, oh, this, this, this feels nice. This like, I, I, think, to say I think this is going to work out really well. And I feel good about where we've arrived, right? Like, I feel oh like we, we started at Kun Lamain and we've arrived at Kunmar. And I feel like <laughs> I'm point, in a good spot. The point being here is like, 
although he's a little coonish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad we can't make that the title of the episode. <laughs> I don't think they would let us put coon in the title. Um, anywho. <laughs> you said it so happy. Coonish. Coonish. I think I just unplugged my headphones by accident. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> um, anywho, point being is, is the man made us a, a, a little bit of sense in this. Yeah. Only for, a little bit. For two seconds. Right. Um, but with that being said is I just would like to see some equity here. Let's please try and do something for the black people who really need it. Because we have been needing it for so long. Yep. But also, on the bright side, yes, shout out to the fucking Senate for unanimously or pretty much overwhelmingly. Because the one nigga in there didn't say yes. That was Missouri uh, Senator, by the way. Oh, oh of course God. it was. What's his name? Holly. Josh Holly. Goddamn. Of course it Fuck was. Fuck that nigga. Um, anywho, yes, thank you for finally doing something that matters. Now do it again. <sighs> Oh my God. I love it. Um, okay, so. I can't wait to hear when this comes out and you just hear us laughing because I was like, man, we was getting so weak. <laughs> That's my favorite part of be listening to the show and then just hear us getting weak in the studio. I know. <laughs> I like that too. Yeah. So let's now report uh, live from the sewer. Um, God, and this is really. Is I, your phone okay? You done dropped that mug four times Darian's tonight. Darian's like throwing her phone around the studio right now. She doesn't give a fuck either. I, got, I've I got an upgrade anyway. No, that one's actually <laughs> new, and I don't need another one. Um, the case is really good, though. I've dropped Obviously. it on its face like 5,000 times. Yeah. It's yet to break, so there's there's that. That mug is hard. It just hit my ankle a little bit. I like, oh, oh, my, my God. <laughs> like, shit. Not your ankle. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> the shin is the worst part, too. Did it hit that and then roll down? No, it was just right there. I'm oh, like, fuck. Okay. Uh, so the record holder for uh, worst rapper alive, uh, Blueface Baby, responds to R. Yeah, Kelly I... comparison, fucking <laughs> clarifies why he has women <laughs> sleeping in bunk beds in his house. Um, so if you don't have rot brain, um, congratulations, first off, you wouldn't know then that Blueface, uh, a rapper who is always running a marathon to catch the beat. Like he, he historically, <laughs> it just, it's, it's as though they give him a beat when he's rapping and then take his vocals and put it over a completely different beat i don't know how you sound winded standing still it's just, it's confusing to me but anyways um that man who's terrible at rapping <laughs> a video came out a couple days ago he's like on i think like ig live which is i don't know if you've ever seen Blueface's ig live before uh like ig stories before they're treacherous like i have watched one of his ig stories where he was at the strip club during covid and yeah. like had had the stripper like open her pussy lips up on his IG story. It was like it's disgusting the things that he gets away with. I, I bet he said, "I want to see you bust down." Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Carlton has been waiting to do that since he walked yes. in the motherfucking studio. Oh, blue face. Yo, baby. since you talked about that, yeah, just I... made me think of something that derailed me for a second. Um, shout out to the fucking bathroom at the hospital that teaches people how to fucking pee. Um, what? Yes, they have a sign up that says uh, "Spread your labia to wipe," and then it also says, "If uncircumcised, pull down." And there's more, but that's all I thought. Oh about. wow! Yes, mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I'm 
Me either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm circumcised, so that that doesn't really like. And y'all also put your back to the wall when you pee, so there's that. We put the we put, put our back, back to the, the wall. If you think about it, like I had to face where they would like put the sign, whereas y'all stand the opposite way to go to the bathroom, so you probably oh, don't ever oh, see like it. Oh, like the door is behind me. Yeah. 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 Also, okay. I mean, since we're on this <laughs> tangent, like, what the fuck you mean? My back's to the wall. Since we're on this tangent, right? <clears throat> like I had like. I think that they should put toilet paper um, next to urinals because I think that when you're done peeing, you should wipe your dick off. Like, Yeah, most guys just shake. You shake. And then you wonder why... And like, every nigga has dribble. Like, <laughs> Carlton looks so confused. I, I see the sort of, like, fog clearing in your head. You're like, yeah. wait a minute. like No, because I'm more like, I just, you know, aim. Motherfucker. No, no, no. It's not about that though. You're, you're okay. You pee, and you, you hit the target, so to speak. You, right. get, you go exactly where you're supposed to go, but then you know there's like the five to ten seconds after you're done peeing, right? That you gotta, where you just shake. Yeah. Which is like, not really sanitary, <laughs> <laughs> because pee just came out of your dick hole, and then you put that wet dick hole, that damp dick hole, back into your clothing. Right. And usually when you shake, there's some like ricochet. You feel me? I got you. Yeah. And I think in the interest, I'm starting a I'm, I'm starting a, a clean dick campaign. Um, <laughs> I just think in the interest of clean dick, like we should probably be wiping our peepees after we use the rest. That's just a thought that I have had. And also I've been doing it and it's it's hard to do. In public restrooms, like the the bathroom in my job, like you have to pee and then I have to like reach back to find a paper towel to then like wipe my dick. Because I'm just like, why do women only have to do that? Like, is it a pH thing? I think so. Is this our potpourri topic? Oh, yeah. Are we just going to go on a tangent off. like this? Live yeah. from the genitals this week. <laughs> on <for> the- oh, <laughs> shit. Anywho, back to our main okay, topic. Yeah, so Sorry. blue face is on some other shit. So speaking of <laughs> speaking of wet penises, um, <laughs> blue face was on his IG like stories a few days ago, and he was running around his like abode or whatever. And first, it was just like he was just asking niggas if like if they were getting their tattoo today. But he was only asking women if they were like going, "Hey, are you getting your tattoo today? Make sure you get your tattoo." Well, where are you getting your tattoo? Oh, it's just like mine. Blah blah. And as he's walking around, he's saying stuff like, you getting your tattoo or you getting the fuck out? Like, are you, like, moving, you know, you're, you're getting kicked out or whatever the fuck. And as he's moving around this little abode or whatever, there are women, like, sleeping in bunk beds. That shit looked like Camp Rock. but I was going to say, it was like a summer camp for <laughs> but, groupies. Yeah, but like the black edition. And that's what it kind of gave to me, but also, like, I can't take stuff that niggas do as like just oh like whimsical or whatever the fuck so my immediate first thought i was like oh like does blueface have like a commune like is he like running like right a like cult like Mm. a blueface cult and also like why we'll get into that really though like that's the best you could do for these girls is a fucking bunk bed he doesn't have any money though d like the nigga can't rap and he has one song that came out like three years ago where he rhymes the word thought with the name like Tatiana. Tatiana. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. And he's and 
The only good part of the song is <laughs> when he's like, part. bust down Tatiana, yeah, right, or whatever the fuck. Because yeah, right. the rest of the time, he's panting to find the two and the four beat. Like, he can not, 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 to save his He only got that life. one song for real? That's literally that's, got, that's the only don't song he got I one know. More? He's got Bust Down Tatiana, and then he's got another song. Or is that it? I am struggling right. to think of the name. Yo, you know what it is? Well, I think he has two. I think he has a remix, and then he has the original. Version. He has a remix with Cardi B. That's why I thought he had two songs. Right. Wow. Right. He has okay. a different version of the same fucking song, right? Okay. It, it baffles me yep. how he even has enough money to own a bunk bed. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. Instagram yeah. could be paying him. Could absolutely be. I feel like he probably made bank off that one song though so people on instagram immediately or people on instagram and twitter immediately were like this looks creepy to me Mm -hmm. this looks slightly cultish you know like why are these women running around getting what are essentially brands of you on their bodies and why are you threatening to remove them from the abode if they don't get said branding and then also can you not afford a just a twin bed like just a twin they were little bunk beds or like can you get a queen bed for the women so that's part of the accusations which is just like you're just being weird and creepy which is fine you can't really like uh say yes or no to that but the other part which i thought was a little bit more serious was people were comparing him to r kelly because we know r kelly was was running very similar ships uh before uh his inevitable incarceration and he's still in prison um where (laughs) that's where he needs to be and i don't even think he's actually fully gotten i don't think he's gotten charged Mm -hmm. i think he's still awaiting yeah he's waiting like sentencing and whatever the fuck but he is rotting in jail right now and i'm pretty sure they said no to his uh bail also he's was got arrested for back child support so he also got beat down he he, his his lawyers um like every month and a half will put out like a new uh like a new news story about how well you know robert got beat up in prison today and i'm like okay i'm sorry was that like a like a a comedy bit or something like what what did you (laughs) is that supposed to be serious or funny like what you know i don't care but so people are making this comparison between blue faces like very grimy looking abode and all these women running around with like tattoos of him and r kelly and of course the implication with r kelly is like there is some modicum of a sexual abuse or b like grooming and manipulation and like i want to make it clear right now that like grooming is not exclusive to like adult children situations right like obviously there are pedophiles we've been saying a lot of like sexual assault things for the past couple episodes like trigger warning here for like those sorts we should of, put that into our bio we, we probably should uh for certain episodes but so like obviously pedophiles have the capacity to groom children from a very young age to be able to perform sexual acts and also keep those sexual acts that they do to these children under wraps and hidden right like that is a group that is part of the grooming process however comma that can extend to really any fucking like uneven power dynamic, mainly that between men and women, systemically speaking, right? So it is very well within the realm of possibility that Blueface could be grooming these women for what I don't know. Like, I am not going to pretend to know what Blueface may or may not be doing with these women, but it looks a type 
way. Yeah. And what I will say too, also here is we aren't, we're nothing is factual. We saw two seconds of a video clip. All speculation. Yes. Right. Uh, these are just ideas um, that are forming into our heads based off of what we have seen before. This is not something that has been actually proven. Just He's not been arrested there. for any of this. Yeah. I'm good. Thank you. But, um, I do think though it's very strange. Um, the cult, the rap culture, and having women around is so strange to me. It's weird as fuck. It's just like they're all there. That's not just rap culture. Well, I'm saying R and B. It could be rap, like rock and roll, like any any artist. That's any dude with power is gonna have bitches around. Yeah, him. and I don't mean bitches in a disrespectful way. I no, mean you women mean it in the systemic sense. Yeah, yes. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and yeah. no, you're right. You're not wrong. But with this being in this moment, we're talking about rapper. him as a rapper. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just don't, I don't understand. Like, what reason would you need to, one, have bunk beds in your bu- humble abode? Um, right. Why are you having sleepovers and tattoo parties? <laughs> not tattoo parties. I mean, uh, he said, y'all getting a tattoo? You get, you gotta get the fuck out, you ain't getting a tattoo? Like, also, what kind of ship are you running and why are you running a ship? Just right. That's the thing is that obviously what we're saying on this show, given that he's not been arrested or charged or convicted with anything, this is all speculation about stuff. But why? Why? Why is this going on? Like, that's what I'm confused about is like the video was very, very vague, very short. But what I will say is like. It is still concerning. It's like, what is this for? Why are all these women in your house? Why are they right. getting tattoos of your name and or face? Why do you have bunk beds? So, yeah. My thing is, so I'll be honest and admit, I had no idea. I thought the whole grooming thing was definitely a like younger person and an adult like abusing that mm-hmm. power. Mm-hmm. But from the, like you said, we've only saw like two seconds of this video. All those women looked... Of age. Of age. Um, How old is Blueface, by the way? Blueface, baby. He got to be 20-something. That's why I was saying he's really young. I don't think he's, he's not, older than us, no. to be no. completely yeah, he's not honest that with old. you. Uh, Blueface, Jonathan Jamal Michael Porter oh, is damn. Got a 20... God damn, he's a Capricorn. He's 24 years old. Me and him are the same yeah. age. His okay. birthday is only a few weeks after mine. Okay. So, like, I'm just saying it does look very R. Kelly-ish. It looks cultish at the very least. Yes, if not cult, that too. But um, I just don't, the only thing I think that he did that was, that's weird is that, yes, there's bunk beds for adults, and two, that you're like, if you don't get this tattoo of my face, you gotta leave. You have to leave. It, I think what weird. it is with that, though, is, like, we already see what could possibly be a really controlling man right in a situation that involves a lot of women yeah because were there other men in that video i didn't see other niggas in that video i didn't either i i mean but it was also he was moving around like the video was shitty you know like it wasn't like it was like shot by spike spike jones or anything like that did you say his statement uh yes so um this is coming from hot 97 um (laughs) dot com um a a new york news publication which i trust more 
than the breakfast bagel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, actually way more. They have way more journalistic credit in my eyes than that fucking other program. I would which agree. is just down the street from hot. Yeah. Like, just down the street. Justin's um, like, um, so we're not taking advice from the pancake house anymore. Nah. <laughs> and and the name, by the way, is gonna get more disrespectful. Like it, if if the more times I have to say I hop on this show, we're gonna get further away from the from the fucking Waffle House. Like we're gonna get further away from what the fuck it actually is. So Blueface does respond to R. Kelly comparison, clarifies why he has women sleeping in bunk beds in his home. Um after receiving a lot of backlash and even being compared to R. Kelly, Blueface spoke out via Twitter. He says, quote, for those who are curious about my sh- who for those who are curious, my show is a three week series. I move women in from all over the U.S., fly them out to Cali, put them under one roof. I own to none of this has any punctuation or capital letters. Blueface like, needs right. to spend some dollar bills on on phonics. Um, cause this is a, an entire run on sentence. Uh, my show is a three week series. I move women in, in from all over the U S fly them out to Cali, put them under one roof. I own two homes. I don't stay there. I take care of all their, all their T H E R E financial needs while they are here. I promote their T H E R E brands, etc. We film all day. Tune in dot, dot, dot. Can, that sounds like bullshit. Yeah, because like also sounds like a front to me, doesn't it? And yeah. like, where are you getting all this money from, nigga, to be flying girls? And I'm California? sorry, who wants to watch a fucking blue face show? Thank you, Flavor Flav. That shit makes sense. That nigga had a bunch of songs. Wait, this you know, is a show? Apparently, that's what he's saying. Yeah, he's 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 indicating in this Twitter post that. He got a TV We're show coming filming out. for a TV show. VH1. If it, oh I, it better not be for the love of Blueface. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> I swear to Almighty God. Oh my God. Ew. <laughs> it's definitely some shit. If it's that, if it's oh my goodness, I can't even. He I can't gonna even walk out to talk. bust down. That just made see you bust down. That just made He's twenty four years old. They do that shit for old niggas who are like right. pushing sixty five. So Blueface continues on Twitter. Uh, quote: We don't tolerate any sexual conduct between men and women. So the women tend to grow interest in each other because of this. But they are they are adults at the end of the day. It's only so much I can control. So what they do with each other is a part of the show. Subscribe right now to see more. You have a question, Darius? Yes, because um, there aren't buck bags in this in like the VH1 shows that they be putting on. They be having Flavor Flav wasn't running a commune, right? Yeah. He had a fucking uh, mansion that was probably house. like rented out or whatever that he didn't stay in. Right. By the way, right. So this that just seems weird to me, because like now y'all got these girls at summer camp in bunk beds with no wigs on. <laughs> They're at summer camp. Oh, um, yeah, she just off at Blue Faces. Right. Blue face. It's that time of year it's again. That blue, it's Blue Face camp, guys. Blue Face also. Who t- wants their tattoo? Blue Face also <laughs> tweeted, uh, what the fuck is a cult? Now, I'm not sure. Oh, God. I'm not sure if it's because Blue Face um, is ill-educated or, and he just doesn't know the, like, legal Merriam-Webster definition of a cult or if he's implying that the stuff that he's doing could never cannot possibly be yeah. cultish. The whole thing is Blueface could be running a very legitimate establishment where all the women are, you know, being fed hot talkies and, 
you know, a drink of water every day and they're being taken care of with the warm beds and everything else like that. And they're finding interest in them in each, in other, each other. Because and men and women, we don't condone. And by the way, nobody asked him about what the women were doing with one another. Right. right. That was never part of the like. This discussion. seems like a lot of like details to kind of hide the rest of the details. You that know what I mean? That's what it feels like to me. He could be running a legitimate operation. He totally could be. However, let me find out. VH1 has some bullshit coming out. You soon, know that's bro. the only motherfuckers that put that shit on TV. They put everything on TV. I know. I mean, the fact that Flavor Flav had seven we got Black seasons. Ink, Chicago, New York, yes. Brooklyn, Compton, <laughs> <laughs> all of them. And Flavor Flav put New, New York Orleans. That, yeah, Flavor Flav. Atlanta. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> niggas get tattoos. <laughs> Look, all I know is Flavor Flay put New York through seven seasons and never picked that bitch. So we need to, In like, life. <laughs> we need to move on from these Flavor of Loves and Hard Rock Come Get Your Cock thing, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> we need to move on. You get mad at me and listen to all them lists. You talking about hard. I ain't talking about that. Here's the thing. Oh, my God. I was just, you guys remember that other VH1? Hard with the Rock, rock of Love. <laughs> hard Rock of Love. Don't forget about Real and That's Chance. Right. With that hard motherfucker who looked like a sloth. Brett Michaels. Brett, Brett Michaels. Michaels. Yeah, that was a, his name. Here's the thing. Rocket. I have spent a lot of time uh, during the global panini press watching <laughs> documentaries, right? A lot of those documentaries on Netflix and Hulu and HBO are about cults, how cults are formed, who's in cults, yep. who is susceptible to cults, who runs cults. It's giving cult to me, myself personally. Like, there are enough elements here where I'm like, oh, we got a glimpse into, like, the cult of Blueface or whatever the fuck. And, like... And that's what I mean, though. That type of, like, thing where it goes, like, man with money, celebrity with money, like, singer with money. Thank you. And women, it's just, like, it gives that vibe of, like, oh, they're controlling this. They're starting to do these things because they can kind of thing. You know what I mean? That's the thing that I was talking about with the with the grooming is that, like, we are very conditioned in this country, in, in the world probably, to, to consider grooming as being one that stems from one kind of power dynamic, right? Like, one kind of uneven power dynamic. But wealth and non-wealth, that is a That's incredibly uneven power dynamic. Yeah. We experience this every day as citizens of the United States who are not wealthy, who are at the hands of motherfuckers like Bill Gates and Joe Biden and whoever the fuck else up at the top who has all this wealth and access. And even though I am surprised that Blueface has more than a haypenny to his name, he still has wealth. You know, at least more wealth than these like women that he has running around him. Yeah. And so I'm not saying that grown women cannot make decisions for themselves. This could all be a very voluntary thing. I like Blueface is not a part of my sexuality. Like I am not gay for Blueface, so I don't really understand it. But they could totally all be consensually sleeping in bunk beds, I guess, and like. Getting voluntary tattoos of Blueface's face or Blueface's blue face. I don't understand. <laughs> if you have to pressure someone into getting that tattoo, is that voluntary? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If you have to tell a nigga get the tattoo or get out, is it still voluntary? That's just that's the whole thing. Is that I just have questions and now my eye is on Blueface. I wasn't really paying attention to him yeah. because. 
I like to listen to rappers who can rap. And so <laughs> Blueface doesn't really exist in that realm of humans for me. But so now I got to look at him because I'm like, he might be a Grammy motherfucker who in, in three to five years, we're going to find we out. We're going to be hearing some more oh, shit. Oh, goddamn. We should have paid attention to that shit when he was running around that goddamn whatever the fuck right. apartment complex. Because that shit came out faster than R. Kelly's was, though. R. Kelly was only got away because it was the fucking 90s and early 2000s. And, no and R. Could. Kelly had motherfuckers helping him, too. Yes. And that's that. the thing, too. Don't be a bystander and don't be someone no. who, like, allows that shit to happen. If yes. you know it's not okay, because first off, why is that nigga who was his, uh, who was that? His manager. Why is that nigga not in jail? He knew about the dude and Aaliyah. He knew they got married. Oh, yeah. yeah everybody on, on Kelly Rell's team at that point in time should be also locked yeah. up. Yeah. Like, y'all, knew what the, y'all knew what was going on? You know what? And related related just to that, I think that the reason... I'm going to say two things. I think that the reason why R. Kelly went so long before we had like a surviving R. Kelly documentary is because... He was rich as fuck, my nigga. Yeah. Like, motherfuckers have been stepping in the name of love for a time, right? And, like, can't believe I can fly, you know, all these other and things. He, they were that, singing that but, shit in church. Right. right. But he was also one of those artists that legit, it was like, he was on the level of, like, Michael Jackson. He was very close Prince, to that level. Like, yep. that type of shit. So that's why you're like, no, we ain't gonna fuck with him. And so you, you, you can afford, as someone with that much wealth and access, to have a team to protect you. Yeah. From and you got so much power, you protect them too, right? When you only have one shittily produced, shittily written, shittily rapped song, Tatiana, you don't have all the money to. It necessarily... wasn't that nigga just in prison. Probably. Ooh, Blueface. I don't know. I haven't heard much about him. Might have been a different one. You know the the young kids go to jail. Yeah. The young kids be going to jail. <laughs> he always in jail. Always. They'll make an album with six songs. The one that has that kid with Yaya Mayweather. Who is Yaya Mayweather? I'm also lost, Derek. Okay. Look, Wait, the, the Shade Room is providing me with some on, type of information. <laughs> is Yaya that fine dark skinned nigga from. No, Yaya is definitely a girl. And it's, uh, oh. what's his name? It's Mayweather's daughter, the boxer. Oh, Floyd, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather's Mayweather. daughter. Yeah, she's dating a rapper or was dating a rapper, is pregnant by him or has had the baby by him, one of the two. And he's definitely in jail. I thought Blueface was locked up. Give me a second. Blueface has been... I don't think Blueface has ever actually gotten into yeah, like, no, any legal trouble before. No. I'm going to look it up. Um, yeah, I want to know who this is. Yeah, It's going to be a young, like, new dude. I know yeah, that, I know that like a Blueface type rapper. I know that young man Corday is... Uh, oh, yeah, with Naomi. Naomi Osaka. And honestly, Corday is very sickening. I like his like rap skill. Young boy. Okay. Oh, NBA, NBA young boy. Yeah. That's yeah. the he's most dating stupidest ass. Yaya Mayweather. Rapper I done ever. Yeah, he's in jail right now, and I just seen a picture. He's of that always nigga. in jail. I mean, blue face like literally look the same. I see. Uh, I seen a picture of. <laughs> I'm ignoring that because it's not true. Um, I seen a picture, but we're getting old, so that's what it is. Let me look up Blueface. I seen a oh picture of NBA YoungBoy like in prison very very recently, and he was like all smiles, and I was like, "Oh, he's home!" Like, <laughs> damn, well, I kind of like be. don't even want to say this, but what's wrong? He's cute, blueface. Yes, he needs to not be though. He blink. needs to if he were like a nice nigga. And, blink like, twice if you have a blueface tattoo. 
Quit playing with me, Justin. Yeah, I, <laughs> I put my eyes like this. No. Like, ew, girl. No, you know what? He's I, I'm, really not I, that. No, I'm. Bad I'm. I'm talking shit. When he first came out, and before I found out that he was like kind of gross and weird, like a couple years back. Because I've always like Blueface has been kind of grimy for a while. Like before I found that out, I was like, pull your pants down, King. Oh my! Pull your pants down. I want to see what you have going on down there. That really sucks for him. He could be cute. It does suck. <laughs> Don't you hate when fine niggas are like grimy? Potential we just spent like fifteen minutes nasty. shitting on this nigga, and all that went out the window. Like, uh, eh? I mean, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> I'm saying he had the potential to be. If he didn't have, I was gonna say if he didn't have all the face tats, but honestly, the ta- the face tats for me kind of do it for him a little. Bit. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't care for face tats generally. Most of the time, me neither. But I, you know, I don't. I know. guess because he's young and does and doesn't look like one of them old niggas with right. the face tattoos. I don't know, but. Um, so just to, to wrap this part of the show, we, I'm glad that you, that you said this one should be, uh, <laughs> at the end. Cause I didn't think it was going to be like silly, silly, it but it ended be, up yeah. being exactly what you, what you thought it was. So just to kind of wrap this up, uh, blue licorice, um, <laughs> like, can you just release an official statement about the actual goings on? In a court of law, so that we know what the T is, can you have one of the girls, like, on some Olivia Pope shit, like, <laughs> hold up a newspaper, tell us that she's not being, like, give us something. Right. And unless I'm about to get, like, an actual, like, you know, preview of what the fuck this VH1 bullshit's about to be, I'm not believing that this is any kind yeah. of dating show. Sure am not. I'm not going to fucking do it. And I'm pretty sure if they're, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure this shit would have been announced by now, and I haven't heard not a damn thing. Try not to get locked up, Blueface. Um, so let's move on to our last segment of the day, uh, the For the Record segment, in which we talk about things we really love or really hate. Anybody would like to go first this week? Mm, I don't want to go first. I can do it. Okay. Um, For the record, I am highly offended by the Karen that I ran into at the DMV today. Oh, Mm. no. So, Karen and her daughter, Catherine, (laughs) were (laughs) at the DMV. And Catherine had to get her permit. And Karen was all about the permit. And Karen was mad that the DMV worker told her that, hey, during COVID, one person at the counter at a time. Karen did not like that, okay? Mm. And I'm highly offended, not because we have Karens in the world who make Catherines, who make more Karens, but because (laughs) the DMV worker was a black man, and he said, look, you need to take a step back. Only one person at the counter. Karen ain't like that. And she had to pay for her little daughter's uh, permit, and she threw the check at this black man. That's when I was like, all right, bitch. You got one more time. Threw her check. She threw the check at him. He was like. That she, dusty $50, bitch. She literally fuck? was like. And then got an attitude because she couldn't stand up there and helicopter her little badass kid. OMG. And I was like, yeah. yo, like, you got to chill the fuck out. It's not that big of a deal. Like, let the bitch. The the girl didn't even. I keep saying bitch. The girl did not even know how to fill out the. <laughs> yeah, inf- you got to stop saying <laughs> yeah. that word. She didn't even know how to, like, fill out the information. The guy's like, where's this at? I don't know, mom, mom, mom. I'm like, damn, like, you won't let her get in the car? Hell no. So I'm highly offended that 
you want to disrespect somebody that's doing their job, but I'm more offended that it was a black dude. Darren, can you go next? I haven't yeah. this. I haven't. I have nothing. I mean, I, well, I, I had to talk about my uh, obsession at the beginning, unfortunately. So I have to. Oh, okay, okay. Mine was so they didn't kick her out. They didn't do nothing. No, so she literally threw it at him, and then she's like, "I need a new license," and he was like, "Okay, well, someone else can help you with that because I'm helping her right now. I can't do." She's she basically walked there. You know, white people love to. <laughs> oh, it's the two of us. We're 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 just gonna jump in here real quick. Right, 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 right. No, it don't work that way. There's still a process, man. Right. right, especially the DMV. You know, them motherfuckers are like, look, and they don't give two shits either. No, and the at all. These motherfuckers closed at five thirty, and of course, Karen came in that bitch at five fifteen, expecting everything to be done by five twenty. It don't work that way, Karen. But yeah, no, he ain't do nothing. He was he was pissed off just like she was. But that nigga been there all goddamn day. Right. No, we don't got and time. And usually I am never on the side of the DMV, but fuck Karen, I felt, Catherine, yeah, and I felt Chrissy, bad for whatever him. the I bitch's like, names damn, are. Man. I understand the plight of the DMV more as I'm getting older yeah. because I've now worked in service, and I'm like, sometimes people who come to the DMV deserve to get punched in their fucking mouth. Absolutely. Like, That's people anywhere. A- exactly, exactly. So I understand their plight a little bit more now, especially during like COVID and stuff. I'm like... But with working in service, you also get more of an appreciation for the people that do it because I've never been disrespectful to, you know, restaurant workers, any anybody that is doing a job for me. But there are certain people like this lady today that was like, well, you work the DMV run my fucking ID. Yep. You know. No, they, it doesn't work that like way. That. Yeah. No. I'm glad he made her wait, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was very inconvenienced, and she was going to let everyone know that's, on her. That's the that's on, the best way to make a wife. On her Google mad. review. Right. You just make her wait. Did you slightly? Yes. <laughs> 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 that's the best you could do. All right, Darian, you're going next. All right, that's I fine. I got to stall out for a little bit longer. So this one, I, for the record this week, I'm obsessed, and I will tell you why. Because Bumble did what Bumble does, girl. And I mean the girl on Bumble did what Bumble does. But I was going to say, what are you doing on Bumble? I'm not on Bumble. Excuse me. This So this is a CNN post on Instagram. But it's funny because a Capitol rioter was arrested after being turned in by a match on the dating app Bumble. Oh, my God. Damn. Yes. It says the Justice Department has charged a Capitol rioter who was turned in by someone he matched with on the dating app Bumble after he bragged about his exploits on January 6th. Robert Chapman of New York told one of his Bumble matches that I did storm the Capitol and I made it all the way into statu- uh, Statuary Hall. The match replied, we are not a match, and then quickly reached out to the FBI with screenshots of the conversation, prosecutors said, and Chapman was charged with four misdemeanors, including disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds. So this bitch said, um, <laughs> so you did something illegal. Okay. So you're a terrorist. Okay. So you don't want to be on the fly list. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me turn these cute messages into the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> and I, girl, whoever you are, yes, girl. Props to you. Yes. Round of applause. I love it. I love when we turn racists in. I definitely appreciate it. And you are my highly offended this, or highly, excuse me, highly appreciated this week. <laughs> um, so I kind of feel like maybe, so for the record this week, um, I am highly offended. Um, and I think mine kind kind of might relate to a little bit of what Darian is talking about. I was on TikTok uh, yesterday, 
And I came across this TikTok about this girl who is talking about being in this forum for incels. If you don't know what incels are, incel is a term that stands for involuntary celibate, right? Which is a directed at, at like men term, okay? It is a crew of men that are basically like women don't want to date me because I'm nice. Mm. And so since they don't want to date me because I'm nice, I am then going to stop being nice. I'm going to start calling every woman I see bitches. I'm going to start demonizing them for having Instagram accounts. Um, and so mm. she's just, it, it, it is it is demonizing women because they won't sleep with you is, is really what it is. And it's usually... That sound like them school shooters. Correct. You know? It's usually 15 to like 24-year-old white boys who are upset because they have an unhealthy relationship with Pornhub. <laughs> he said white boys like the granddad from Boondocks. White. <laughs> white boy. White boy. <laughs> They're mad at women because women don't want to sleep with them because... I don't know why. Maybe you just have a shit personality. Right. You might be ugly. You might have steak dick syndrome. I don't know. I have no idea. But you may just not have game. That thank mean. you. Yeah. So I didn't know anything about incels before last night. I knew the term and I kind of knew they were like shitty. But I heard this girl on TikTok and then I was like, I'm just gonna go on YouTube and like look up incels. Like I want to hear what is actually going on. And I spent about 30 minutes to 45 minutes last night down a YouTube rabbit hole, as one does sometimes, where I was like, damn, I'm going to fuck my algorithm up real bad with doing this stupid ass <laughs> shit. Like, I did. I have such a good Twitter. Uh, I have such a good YouTube Rex algorithm. Like, it's always shit that I actually want to watch. And so I, I was discovering all this new stuff yesterday. There's this video of this boy who is like, can't be older than 17 years old. He's wearing a hoodie and he's also like wearing a um like wearing a mask over his face and he's talking for like 15 minutes about how you know, it's just because I'm ugly and women having standards is problematic and I just don't understand why the media is set up to glorify women he was like if a woman led anything that i ever did like was like ever a leader i would just leave the organization so he don't got no standards for his damn self at all like and at this is all, all because he and can't no get a girl it's literally all because he feels like systemically speaking girls do not want to fuck him he feels like it's a systemic. It's a systemic issue. That sounds like a personal problem. Right. You white, gotta get some confidence, my guy. White like, people literally like will go out of their way to like be oppressed about something. Right. So oppressed. I'm genetic trash. Oh, I'm terrible. You're not terrible. You are not as terrible as the people that run our society. This is a rallying cry from a 15 year old boy about like why it's okay to be an incel. He's 15. He, he can't be older than 15. He's got a mask on his face. He's wearing a hoodie. He's basically like, woe is me. There's nothing I can do. I'm so ugly. He definitely sounds like a dude that 
he asked the little like you know he's 15 so he probably asked a girl to be like hey like give me a hand job and she was like no and he was like i am better than you anyway it's like right it's like whenever stop guys try and talk to you when you're walking down the street and you don't pay them attention and then they're like well you're ugly anyway bitch it's that yeah it is it is that uh archetype of man like compressed into like a like a like small white man like that is exactly what the fuck happens and extend this into like okay so you know it's it's the the men that we have known at some point in time of our in our lives or maybe even know now who like they always talk about how nice to women they are. You know, I'm I'm the nice guy, you know, nice guys finish last and you know, it's the people it's the men who make posts about, well, you know, you said you wanted a nice guy and then I came into the picture and then you didn't want me and then you got your heart broken. So don't cry to me Yo, about I know a nigga just like that. Incels are like, you know like the friend zone culture. You can say the name, I'll bleep it. Oh, for real? Yeah, remember? Did we, you, did have you listened to the last episode? Oh, no, I found I, a way I to didn't... bleep the name. Okay, yeah. Um, so we all went to a school. Okay. This motherfucker went to the school. Y'all definitely know him. I'm still nervous to say. His Wait, name. this? <gasps> we can say it because she's gonna bleep it out. Yes. Oh my fucking god. Yep. Yes. That nigga was. Oh weird. my god. So yes. He would talk to every single girl in the class. Be like, "You're fine. Thanks, but I'm not interested." Okay. Hey, you're fine. Thanks, but I'm not interested. So he worked at Bella Milano's for a little bit with Ooh. me. With Darian. And get this. He got talked to by our manager because he asked out all of us and then proceeded to ask her out, not realizing she was a manager. So then he had she had to take him into the office and be like, so if you want to keep working here, you can no longer talk to the women about going on dates. And just so you know, I'm a manager and Although we do have fun here, I am your boss, and this is supposed to be a professional setting. So act like it is so, essentially. Yeah, bro's hella weird. Yeah. He, he definitely had a conversation uh, with somebody um, about how Erica needs to learn how to stay in her place. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go and ask Erica about what said about her was basically like, you know, because you need to keep these bitches in their places or whatever the fuck. Talking about Erica. He oh, told, no. he was, we were in class, I don't remember which one it was, but he basically was like talking to a friend of mine who is a girl, obviously. And he was like, well, I was always told that girls want a guy that's aggressive and that's going to basically like take charge type shit. And she was like, no girl wants that ever. And I was like, what niggas are you talking to that told you that lie? We had a, I, I saw, I've known, I've known before y'all. Oh. I, I went to Swick with him. I didn't realize that. I ain't know that either. I have known since I was 18 years old. Oh, fuck. Unfortunately. And he's, he's always, always been, been like that. that? Always. And forever. Like, <laughs> since, since I've known this motherfucker. Because, like, we would have, like, a sociology class. Or it, it was definitely sociology. And we would be talking about how, like, hey, man, like, you know... Sometimes women don't want to be approached at 2 a.m. when they're walking home. Right. Or just in, just don't approach me if I don't at look all. approachable. That's don't approach. Try just try just not to do that. Right. right? Like, and it was like, well, why? At 2 a.m.? Like, yes. He was literally like, if I think somebody's pretty, why shouldn't I be allowed to just tell them that they're pretty? Nah. And we all had to be like, 
you fucking moron. <laughs> because that's fucking weird. And also there's evidence yes. to suggest that you are going to harm them. Right. <laughs> yes. He Where's the common fucking sense? He's a dumb. I've seen this dude chase a girl to from the classroom outside and walk her to the bus. Literally. And she did not want to walk with this man. No, because it's like it's, a, has, it's an awkward conversation every time. Every time he's around. He's an awkward dude. And that's actually another big component of incel culture, right? It's like men who are historically bad at like socializing with women. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is but that they, they've somehow figured out how to make that women's fault. Do they think right. they know how to talk? Because yes. he's one of them like, oh, I can have any girl I want. I, I'll walk up to any girl. And, just, and I'm like, bro. And bro, then none of them give you any play. Not a single I never one. seen with a girlfriend. Like, I never seen with a girlfriend. And no. any girl he, he ever tried to approach. Uncomfortable. Like, yes. Very. I feel bad for the girls he was hitting on because I'm like, I feel weird you talking like this. I actually wonder. I I don't know. I want to see if I can find him online somewhere and just like I'm gonna make a burner account so I can follow. What is in his whole life? The other thing that pisses me off. So th- we were not supposed to be getting on him. But you're you're, it, you're completely fine. In. This ties in. He's an incel. But he tries to do this whole. I'm a Christian. God loves you. I and, was just and and I love you. And it's like. Nigga, that's still weird. Don't try and use the church for you to like plot and scheme on females. Like, what the fuck? So that fuck? you can get some pussy. Right. Like, God gave you a left and a right hand for a reason, mama. Like, and that's also why we had that conversation about if a man can do this <laughs> and be attractive and it be charming. But if he's yes. unattractive, so then we had a conversation. I wouldn't even think that's charming, though. You just keep talking and, to him and, and talking and talking and talking. Um, so Carlton, so if if you go back far enough in our archives, yes, because it's a record, while ago, like when Joe was still here and it was like the four of us or whatever, we've talked about him on this show before. Okay, yes, but this was before we got censoring technology, right? So we had to like very much talk around it because we were all also going to this school at the time. Yeah, and like this was. Uh, over a year ago now. But that just shows he was a problem for the whole campus. Been a problem. And every if girl who I knew, complaint. every girl who yes. I knew who was in the mass comm department, every single girl was like, fuck, like, here he comes. He's coming around. <laughs> Hide me type shit. Yes. And so I'm highly offended. I suppose partly at my own ignorance to the culture of incels, but also like, I'm glad that I didn't have that kind of brain rot until last night. Like, I'm just, I'm, like, highly offended that y'all have created oppression for yourselves, right? Like, y'all have created this scenario in your head in which women, like, like no woman wants to sleep with you ever. And it must be because you're, quote-unquote, too nice or because they're, quote-unquote, bitches. And it can't at all be because about how you have a bad personality, Mm -hmm. you don't wash your hair, you don't brush your teeth. You don't have a job. It's not, it's not even necessarily just the outside things. It's very much like how they approach women, their personality, and the right. things that they say. Like, I'm sorry, but like, damn. Damn, you fine as hell. I had one guy tell me I look Barbados as fuck. He was like, you look Barbados as fuck. You're lying. And <laughs> I was like, see that shit right there? That's how you're not getting a girl, or at least how you're not getting me. Thank that's you. how you approach me. Right. That's the first thing you say to me. I would I would love it if a man would just take the time to be like, "Hi, my name is 
What's right. your name? Really just you caught my eye from across the way. I'd like to get to know you. That's so cool. So simple. And, and you can still say no to that. Right? That is okay. But I can <laughs> say yes. And you can still say no to that. That's not really what I'm getting at. But what I'm saying is it's like there are certain ways to talk to people. Words have meaning. Words like when you say them have to come across the right way in order for it to right. be appropriate. And if you're coming towards me and the first thing you say is, damn, girl, you look Barbados as fuck. I don't want it. Right. And it's that simple. And also, men, you being nice to women Should- does not right. then give you a free pussy pass. Right. And, <laughs> and that is what I don't think. That's what I don't understand. And like I, that's what I don't get that you can't comprehend. Right. right. Because it's just like just because you said or gave me a compliment or were or were nice to me, that doesn't mean that I want you still. I could very much not be interested in you for many reasons other than your personality or your looks. Right. I could have a fucking boyfriend. I could be gay. I could just I could be gay. <laughs> but you literally don't even have to explain that shit. That's like what, it's yeah. it's simple. If she's not feeling you, too. bro, just move on. And I know we I know this is literally a topic now. It's become a topic essentially. And I'm yeah. fine <laughs> with it. But honestly. like honestly, one thing that I always think of too, even now, even though I have a boyfriend and everything, is I still have to come up with an excuse after that excuse. I and I and it makes me feel bad because I have to do it all the time. Yeah. And then right. it's just like Oh, like I thought we were friends. No, you just wanted to get into my pants the entire time. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and it's just so annoying that I have to feel that way every time. It's like, can I have your number? No, I have a boyfriend. He was like, oh well, I didn't ask all that. Can we be friends? See, now I have she to say no like again. <laughs> now I have to. Why do I have to say no a second time? Why couldn't you just say like take the no the first right. time? It's fine, bro. Like. You need to be able to get used to, like, being rejected yeah. because, like, this shit happens. And also, like, maybe start looking in other circles for, like, romantic and sexual partners. Also, like, don't give up on masturbation, girl. It still feels good. Like, <laughs> it'll get you through, mama. I promise you. It'll get you from A to B. It won't get you to C-U-M, but it will get you to A from A to B, right? So I just, and yes, this was a micro topic. What the fuck ever, right? Like, it's interesting. It's very overarching. And Jaquise is nasty. And we've never been able to say his fucking name on this show before. Yeah. Well, and we'll still have to bleep it out. But the point is, is, we still have the freedom to do so. We know yeah. who we're talking about. <laughs> right. right. And I can guarantee you, because most of the people who listen to this show also went to school with us. They know who the fuck we're talking right. about yeah. as well. So just to like, I, I am highly offended by incel culture. I'm highly offended that y'all have created this narrative in your head that, like, because whatever, fill in blank here, personality or or looks-wise, women that you have interacted with are not sleeping with you. So that must mean that women are bitches and that women don't deserve love and that pregnant women shouldn't have rights is something that an incel literally said in one of those forums. Like, stupid asinine bullshit. Um... Leave women the fuck alone. Uh, maybe try buying some Jergens instead of some Johnson and Johnson um, for your fucking fap time. Obviously, those cancerous cells are really getting into your brain. Right. And yeah, like I said, leave women the fuck alone. And that's all I have for you, dirty girls. Um, 
that has been for the record this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, make sure to follow us on all of our socials and make sure to tune in next week. Uh, black people stay safe, please. And we will see you all next week.